Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I'm Luke, and today, not only am I joined by Ben, but I'm joined by the one and only Craig. Welcome, Craig. Welcome. Craig sounds like he's in a in a cave with some description. I don't know why. Maybe I am. Maybe he is. Um, So enjoy that. But today, we've got a great podcast on our hands, a double header, you might say. We've got Ooh. our Premier League team of the season to be decided. Hence why we needed a third party to make sure we don't make any slip-ups. So, to start with, we're going Champions League theme. At the time when this is released, the first legs of the Champions League would have been played, done and dusted. And the second legs are just about to start. So we thought we'd re- return to our draft series with a third member and pick our Champions League semi-final best 11 with a twist, including a manager. So 12 altogether, we can only pick four managers or players from each. No, three three from each club. Three from each club. So every club will be represented three times across the 11s. Yeah. We'll make it harder with another party. It's currently 2-1. Um. To ben. So, yes, this, there's a lot of stuff on the line. Craig is a Huddersfield and Liverpool fan. Uh, he's, he's a Huddersfield season ticket holder. Craig, how have you enjoyed the Huddersfield experience over the last season since Big Neil has come and revolutionised football once again? Oh, I mean, it's something else. It's something else. Even when you lose, you feel like you're winning with him. It's mental. <laughs> Best manager ever. I love that. Ben, how are you, Ben? How are you feeling about the last few games for Liverpool? Um, to be honest, it's probably the most exciting point of our season. Um, not only are we actually winning games, but some miracle has happened, and we are in with a chance of getting top four Champions League. Um, will it change much in the long run? No. It would just give us a bit more money, which would be pleasant. Because we need a big uphaul, that would be very good. But more than anything, think... it'd be nice to see United flop. Do I Do you think it's going to happen? Absolutely not. No. That's disappointing. Uh, I can see it, yeah. You can? I can. Well, I'll go with you then. Craig, do you think it will happen? It's not happening. There's no way. Too far off. Like All it takes is Newcastle, man. United to get a couple of points. And Do you know what? Done. Craig's pessimism has made me think it is going to happen. There you go. That's what this thing, this podcast does to people. Um, and I'll, I'll round off QPR season. I hated it for every minute. Well, actually, the first couple of months were superb. I was going to um, say, you were not hating it then, were you? Since October, it's been horrific. I have not seen a win since October. QPR have won very few times in that space of time. Um, but those wins I have not attended. I've so I've supported three teams, being QPR, Warsaw, and Huddersfield since October, as in attended those matches and seen zero wins. The only time I've seen a win is when I left the country to do so. So I'm I, I'm not looking forward to next season whatsoever. This season's been a shambles. I'm glad I can just enjoy the Premier League um, now and not worry about QPR anymore. Are you going down next season, Luke? Um, it, right now, I'm saying yes. 
Um, but we'll see what happens. I don't trust the manager in the slightest. Fair enough. Um, but let's get into the from the Championship to the Champions League. Let's get on with this draft. I've got on good authority, Ben, that you have prepared a magic wheel to decide the order of the draft. I have, actually. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, are you noting these down so you can remember them? Um, that would probably be wise, um, but I'll probably just listen to the podcast back again. Okay, I'll make a note of mine so that I'll just... Unless you, can, unless you can fill for 30 seconds while I get a piece of pen. I'll, pen fill, I'll fill for 30 seconds, why not? Real foe, didn't it, for me? Yeah, so, Craig, I don't know if you watched the game last night, the City-Real Madrid game. Yeah, I watched bits of it. Any it's... thoughts on the matter? Well, it's interesting, you know, because I think a lot of people will say Man City dominated, but I think all it is is Real Madrid let let them have the ball, and it's just the way Ancelotti plays. From what I understand, uh, Man City looked like they dominated if you didn't actually watch the game, if you are strict, um, especially in the first half. Real Madrid only had one on target, which they scored, uh, but... I don't think it was as much of a domination as it might have looked. I think City probably deserved something from it, but out of all the chances, it shouldn't have been the one where the ball went out of play. Yeah, it, 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 was, a, it was a weird decision, really. But especially considering in, in the Premier League, we are slagging off the refs and the VAR at the moment for the mistakes they're making. And then... Champions League refing is held to this high esteem, but they still make the same mistake. Yeah. So. I think it's just all a bit silly. It all depends what happens at the Etihad next week. Any predictions for tonight? It's the Milan derby. Who are you backing? Neither. It's going to be 1-1. Oh. There's not going to be a winner. It's going to be 1-1. Second leg's going to decide it. No, I'm back in... I'm going to back Milan. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to back AC Milan. I think they are in it. This, this, They're going for the Champions League. Do you think? Yeah, I'm going to back those boys. I just feel like maybe Inter are just going to grind out a result. I don't think they're going to play... I don't think either team's going to play particularly well in the first leg. And Fair I think enough. they're going to let the second leg decide. Maybe, maybe, yeah. At least it's not much travelling for either team. Great feeling, great feeling. Thank you. Um, right, have you got the wheel at the ready then? I've got the wheel, are we ready? I'm so ready. Right, I'll spin it three times then. Or no, I only need to spin it two just to get the two names and we'll decide mm. the, that way. the way it's going to work is if Luke's to go first, yeah, Luke, you're first. So it'll oh, go yeah. Luke, then whoever, then whoever, and whoever that one who just... So it'll go Luke, me, Craig, Craig, me, Luke. Like that, essentially. So Craig gets two picks on the bounce. And so do you. Just, yeah. You'll both get two picks on the bounce, which is disgusting. Oh, that's cheating. It okay. is, it's, it's the rules, I'm afraid. And the only person who's going to be badly affected by it is me. Right. Let's get started then. <laughs> All right. So just to just to recap, this is a Champions League semi-final draft. We'll take it in turns to pick a player. Um, once that player's been picked, they cannot not be picked again. 
and you have to pick three players slash a manager from each of the four clubs remaining in the semi-final of the Champions League. We will decide on a winner at the end brief quickly, but we'll also put the poll on Twitter um, to decide the ultimate winner because, as always, the, the listeners of the podcast are the real heroes. Uh, two, four, three, three as well. We are the four, three, three, correct. So I'm starting, right? right? You're starting, Luke. Go. So I'm going to go for Pep Guardiola. That early. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to... I don't want to get stuck with either of the two, so I'm going to go Ancelotti. Oh, so now I'm left with... Uh, I mean, they're both... Also, Craig, don't have to go in that order. You don't have to go for a manager. Yeah, you can pick any... Oh. So you, you can pick any position at any point. Oh, right. I'm, I'm just going straight out with Haaland then. That's a good choice. That's a good idea. <laughs> now you're going to go again, Craig? Um, right. And I could choose any position again. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'll go De Bruyne in midfield. Yeah. Two city choices already. Fair play. Right. I don't really want to be left with... No. No, 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 no. Oh, this is already tough. <laughs> I'm going to go Luka Modric. That's a good chance. Thank you. Mm. I'm going to go for... Who am I going to go for? Rodri. Shout. Good shout. And then I'm also going to go for Rafa Leal. That's a really good shout. I'm going to go Tio Hernandez. Oh, that's a good idea. Thank you. I'm going to go my man in goal. Ooh. Oh, that's such a good option. Big shout. Big shout. Um, you got to pick. Another one. Oh, I'll go to Mori at the back. Ooh. All right, I'm going to go Benzema. I've used my Real Madrid options, though. Okay, sorry, I'm just catching up on the old writing. Um, so, who's the best defender here? This is tough, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm going to go for John Stones. John Stones. And that's my Man City player's gone because of Pete oh. Pet. So I'm instantly regretting that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a silly idea in, in hindsight. Uh, I'm going to pick Tony Kroos. I am going to pick Barella. Oh, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do that? Um, I'm going to go Nicole Rudiger. Rudiger, good shout. That's a great shout. Um, is it this left back or right back? 
Uh, I'll go Carl Walker right back. Good option. I'm going to go Ruben Dias. Oh, God. So, what do I need then? So, I still need a striker. Yeah. So, I might as well just take off Lazaro Martinez. Um, along with so have I used all my oh, I've only used one round um, I'm going to add uh, do I go for who do I add my midfielders this is difficult very very difficult yeah this is tough man I only have four teams to pick. I'm going to put... I mean, I don't... My Inter Milan knowledge is really failing me. <laughs> I'm going to go for... Can I put Brozovic in? Yeah. Is that fine? Mm. Very defensive Even midfield, I... but that's fine. Okay, thanks. I'm going to go Skrinia. Yeah. Skrinia. Um, um, general. Who, what left backs are there? Well, Camavinga's been playing left back for Madrid, by the looks. Yeah, but oh, I feel like we're doing dirty then, because I feel like he should be a midfielder. Nathan Ake? I've already used my Man City. You've got three. Have you used all of your City? Yeah, it's yeah. got Walker, De Bruyne, and Holland. Oh, and you've used all your city as well, right, Luke? Yeah, you got the pick of the rest. Who's your cities that you've used? Pep, Stones, and uh, Rodri. Right. Oh, I'm just going to have to go Camavinga, aren't I? Let's go for Not it. a bad shout. Not a bad shout. And another one. Um, how many Madrid players have you used now? You've used Rudiger, Kamazinga, so two. Has anyone chose Vinicius yet? No. Oh, God. How is that stayed on the table? Damn it. Okay, I'm going to go AC Milan, Benacer. That's such a good option. Why have I not... Oh, why have I... I just panicked and thought I need to get an Inter Milan player in, and I've just I've just picked like the worst option. Who did you pick? Well, I picked Leao, which I'm happy happy. Well, I picked Brozovic, but like I I had so many I could have just left Inter to the last and just dealt with it there yeah. and then. Yeah. Instead, I've just instead I've just lost like Real Madrid and Milan picks I could have. Um. So on the right, I'm going to have to... I haven't got any Man City players left. Well, who this plays on the right for it? Who plays on the right for it? Does anyone know that? Dumfries. Oh, it's a good option. No, That's... it's not. I'm having them. That's a great shout, Craig. Thank you so much for that. Shut up, man. Not even the position oh. I was talking about, but I massively appreciate that assistance. You've actually messed up my whole system, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Right. Okay, so I need need two wingers. 
Have I got another pick? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna take I'll take Rodrigo as well. Rodrigo goes. Yeah. Where does he go? I don't know. Down the pit. So you guys have got Liao and Vinicius on left. Yeah. There's a point in going for Grealish or Foden because I'm going to need to save that position for something more competitive. So I'm going to choose... Right, my main options here really are Mares or Edison, really. Although I have got two city slots and you've both used them. So... Yeah. Who's the goalkeeper for Inter Milan? Oh, it's Onana. Yeah. Or Handanovic. Hmm. Who's the left wing? Do you know what? I'm saving that slot for someone rubbish. So I will choose Edison in goal. I think that's a mistake. I think you could have picked better. Who do you think I could have picked? What, any of the other people? <laughs> Should have gone for Scott Carson, damn it. <laughs> so what does Craig need? Just two midfielders. And then he's done. Yeah. Wait, hold uh, on. Hold on. How do you need two midfielders? Oh no, two yeah, midfielders yeah. and a winger. Two midfielders and a winger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, a manager. Oh. Uh, do I get oh. a double there? Huh? Is it my double go now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go Barella. I've already got Barella. Oh, gone, no. gone, gone. That is a shocker. Uh, I'll go Kala Nogalu then. Oh, good shout. Yeah, the options are limited at this stage. And has anyone got Tonali? No. No, that's a great shout. I've, I've, I've messed up so bad. My, inter, my inter-panic pick has really ruined this draft for me. I think Inter tend to play three at the back, don't they? Yeah, three. Or, or at least they are today. I so will choose it? at right wing, Mares. Why not? Okay. That's my city done. So, yeah, fun. I'm going... So what have I got left? Well, you've got a Madrid, got right? One, one Real Madrid and two Inter, right? Yeah. And I need two fullbacks and a oh, oh, a keeper. I will take uh, who remembers? Oh no, I don't need a I need a centre back and a keeper and a left back. So I'm going to take Courtois. Nice. So now I need an Inter Milan centre back. And wait, no, no I don't. I just need two Milan defenders. Oh, but I've already got, got no left back. <laughs> right, so I'm going to have to take <laughs> Simon Kier. <laughs> and then oh, I'm going to have to take... Somebody's going to have to do some research for me and find out who Milan's second choice left back is. AC Milan's second back. Yes. Oh, but that was not my pick anyway, so that can come let down the line. <laughs> All right, it's my pick now, correct? Yes, I've bottled this draft horrendously, as I've done on pretty much every occasion. Choose 
I've got an Inter and an AC Milan player to pick. We'll take the big dog, Brahim Diaz. Played for three of these. Okay. I've still got right wing right, at You've got to finish up your team here, mate. Yeah, a right winger and a manager to finish you off. I'll go uh, the inter manager in Sangi or whatever. And then right wing Um, from AC Milan. Uh, Wait, no, surely it's. Wait, who's your free answer? He's used Calvin Coglu. Yeah. Yeah, so it's an inter midfielder. An inter winger, even. Who have they even got? I'm going to be Joaquin Correa. Yeah, let's go Correa then. Or, or Lukaku. On... Oh, I that's going to be too good. He struggles up as striker, doesn't he? <laughs> right, Ben, your final right. pick. I need an inter right back, correct? Yeah. Can I play Robin Gerzens? Is he a right back? He usually plays on the left, and I've never seen him not play on the left. So, no, he's obviously not on the left. Right, Damian it is then. <laughs> Damian gets in there. Manchester United legend, here we go, he's in. Right, can you find me uh, an AC Milan left back that's not Theo Hernandez, please? Uh, there's Divock Origi. That's not who I'm after. Left back on the bench. Shouldn't have left us. Right, uh, it looks like it's this chap. I think he's called Fior. Oh no, he's more of a right back. Uh, yeah, I think he, I think he's a centre back. If if I've messed up, I, this pick has to just be void, and I've instantly lost the position because this is part of the game. You've got to pick strategically so you can fill all your positions, and I've not done that. Yeah, Kalulu not play left back. Who? I think he also Kalulu. plays more right sided. More right sided than left back. Kalulu. Yeah. Yeah, he's more of a left. Right, it looks like you've lost a position then, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's me. You've avoided. Okay. I apologise. Right, so we go plan. through our teams again. Let's quickly run. Well, we'll go through it position by position and see uh, what we think is going to be the outcome before we put it to the to the Twitter army. Okay, okay. So, manager wise, I've got Pep, Ben's got Angelotti, and Craig's got Inzaghi. Think that's me uh, winning that? I think that's me. No, Craig gets the final vote. Pat surely has to win that, right? Well, we'll... sphere. So in in the sticks, we've got Courtois, Edison, and Minya. I actually think Craig wins. I would say Craig wins. However, I don't think Twitter will agree. I think you'll win, Luke. Well. So, um, I mean, Craig's got the final vote, and I'm guessing he's going to vote for himself, right? Yeah, I think I'll win. Um, so, right back, it's Dumfries, Damian, and Carl Walker. So, Craig wins that as well. How has Craig won everything so far? <laughs> not a keeper. Not a manager, even. Um, oh, yeah, of course not. So, first centre-back, does anyone have a preference? So, I'm going to have to, obviously, for Twitter, I'm going to have to do two lineups of centre-backs. 
Do you yeah. want to split? How do we want to split them? Whoever you've put on each side. I've got Diaz on the right and Skriniar on the left. Okay, Craig, what have you got? Uh, I've got Rudiger on the right and who am I? Whoever the little one is on the left. <laughs> Rory on the left. I'll have. I'll have John. I've got. I mean, I've got John Stones on the right, so let's be fair. If I stick with that. Kier on the left. Right. So John Stones, Diaz, and Rudiger. I'd vote for myself. That's close then. I think it's going to be Diaz. Okay, it's up to you. Yeah, I think it's going to be Diaz. Okay, Ben takes that one for us. Uh, right, so then it's Kier, Skriniar, Tamori, and I think Ben, ta- ben or Craig, oh, maybe Craig takes that. Mm. I don't know, I think Skriniar's quite highly rated, you know. Well, it's not what, I mean, who do you think takes it? Out of, if, if it was just you, ignore what you think. Me, if it was me, I'd probably go Tamori, but I think Skriniar will win. And then left back, we've got Void, Ed, uh, Hernandez and Camavinga. So I think Hernandez would win that for me. Yeah. I think Void's got a good chance. Yeah, he's quite good. Right, into midfield. Right, we need a defensive midfielder for everyone. So I've got, so it's Rodri, Venice, Tonali, I guess. Yeah. And then I the second lot. Yeah, I think Rodri has that too. Um, the second one, so we'll go for the slightly like not as advanced. I mean, all of mine are pretty defensive, but I guess what Brozovic, Modric, De Bruyne. Yeah, is De Bruyne not pretty advanced? His other options, Chanelogli. Oh, yeah. So I think Craig obviously wins that. What De Bruyne? And then what over Modric? Yes, me, but. I'd probably go De Bruyne, but we'll see. Uh, and then it's Cruz, Barella, Chanelogli. I'm going Barella. I'd go for Barella too. Yeah, Barella. Um, right, right wing, Rodrigo, Mares, Correa. I think Mares. Yeah, me too. Uh, Leao, Diaz, Vinicius. Vinicius? I think Vinicius yeah. will win that. Although, then... that is disrespect to Leao. Nah, Vinicius is way better. Though. Leal's great, but yeah. not that good. We just know it's not going to be me. Um, and then it's Martinez, Benzema, Haaland for the front three. So Probably got to be Haaland. It's got to be Haaland. So Craig ends on, according to us, six points. Bloody ben out. ends on four points. And <laughs> I end on the losing side, once again, on two points. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens when it comes to Twitter. Um, on the boys. But let me just make this clear: when we're doing, we make it our mission not to do reset for the draft for the entertainment purposes. It is a rule that you cannot have a list of players next to you. To you can't just have the four squads so that you can you can have no, a. No. a we purely on the spot. The idea. The idea of the draft five minutes before we start the podcast so that there is no chance that someone can um, come into it planned. Maybe to make it even more interesting in the future is get like a list. Like, obviously, we need people to contribute giving us drafts and we can put them in a box and pick yeah. one out there and then. Yes, we but can definitely we do keep asking. 
give us drafts and nobody gives thing. If you want to see something interesting, do it. Even if it's not like straight yeah. football, like best team beginning with this letter or I think that could be quite yeah. good. There we go. Okay, so next up is back to our Premier League and we're going to be going for our team of the season. Um, I think we'll just all go through a nominee and then together between the three of us we will pick the uh, the corridor of uncertainty team of the season, the one that everybody wants to know. Nobody cares about FIFA or the FA or the Premier League or the sports writers. We're all here for the corridor of uncertainty. Um, we start with a manager. Yeah, I've got four names that I think deserve discussion. Go on. So if anyone's got anything different to me, to mention it, but I think the four that realistically stand a chance are Pep, Art, and Deserby. Yeah. Can't really argue with that. I think the more the weeks go by, the more I think Eddie Howe probably for me. Um, I feel like Eddie Howe's been very consistent. But yeah. I thought I there was going to be a drop. Deserby. It's tough. It, I mean, it depends how the season ends, really. But I'm pretty confident that Newcastle are going to be in the Champions League. Brighton might get conference, I'd say. I don't see them. Like, I don't think their games in hand are going to be much that much use in the end. Maybe, but, yeah. Uh, Do you know what, Eddie? Best shot because it probably won't go to Guardiola. I think it's probably going to be Arteta or Hal who gets it. Yeah, I mean Arteta's done a great job, but the drop off, the tiny drop off they had, will cost him that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then Arteta and Pep have done an amazing job again, but that, I mean, that's what everyone expected, right? No one, no one predict like the majority of people predicted them to do that. Yeah, only some yeah. idiots. He's just a top master in the league. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Craig, you agreed on how? Yeah. I just, I just think Arsenal. Unfortunately, they've they've had a good season, but it's just that run of games that have sort of just let them down. I think people are getting a bit ahead of themselves. Remember where Arsenal were at the end of last season? They would definitely take. Yeah, the only thing is whether you see this as this is the, a stage Program. of progression. Or this is the best chance that they were going to have, and now it's, it's going to it, it's going to take years before we get another opportunity like that again. What do you think? What do you think? Guys? I think it's probably the best chance they've had in a while. I think for the uh, Premier League, it might be the best chance they get in a while, but. I think it's progress in the fact that they'll yeah. be an established. They'll be one of the better top four teams. I think they'll be in the Champions League again, comfortably next season, and that's it's progress. sort of out their hands now. It's more how Liverpool, United, Newcastle, Chelsea, Spurs. You know how they all progress now. Yeah. We'll right, keeper. Then, who are you going for? Again, I've got some nominations to discuss. Go on. Uh, if you want to hear mine and Luke's rankings of the Premier League keepers, give it a listen. We did it a few weeks ago. But uh, the we three did. I mentioned were Pope, Ramsdale and Allison. Um, I'll start with 
Ramsdale. Like Ramsdale, but a tiny bit overrated. Yes, I think he makes saves look better than they are, and that sort of clouds people's judgment a bit. Um, I don't think Liverpool would have a chance at top four without Allison this season. But, you know, he's still shipped a few goals. Maybe not his fault, but he has. So I think the best option would probably be Pope, considering all that. I I personally would uh, go for Allison. Uh, I agree that I think Ramsdale's been good. I think he's great, deserves his nomination. But he's not my pick. And same with Hope, but still agree that Alisson has been great this season. So that's what I for him. So, Craig, that leaves you with the casting vote. Oh, I, don't, I don't want to go for either. Oh. Who would you have gone for? I don't know. I just feel like, really, like Alisson looks really good this season because of how many defensive problems Liverpool have had. So he's, he's had to save quite a few shots. Yeah. But then if you look like down the league, the same thing's happening at like Fulham with Leno. Like the amount of saves he's putting in, but because Ooh. they're not like a top team, it's not really being spoke about. But I guess So, so we're saying Alison Pope or Leno first to really yeah. have somebody shift. I'm happy to go for Alison. Yeah, I think Alison's sort of carried Liverpool through a very tough period. I don't think we'd be where we are without him. I don't think we'd be going into the last three games of the season anywhere near top four without him. I think we'd probably be closer to Chelsea. Yeah. All right. Alison, it is. Alison, welcome to the team. Right back then. There's the really one name for this, isn't there? Who's that? Trips. It's got to be Trippier. Yeah. Probably. I mean, the most consistent right back. I mean, Looking at some of the other names, um, if the season was six games long, maybe Trent stands a chance. Luckily, it's 38, so he doesn't. Ben um, White, I think, would probably be the next best for me. Yeah, probably Ben White. I think the same sort of form could be said about Wan-Bissaka. Like, he's been good lately, but Trips has done it all season. He's a nice yeah. mix of like a Reese James and a Trent, and, and the Wan-Bissaka can defend can offer something going forward and he's a good leader as well. So I think Trips is probably the best shout. Yeah. Okay, left back, a bit tougher, I think. Craig, you... did you have anything to add to that one or no, no I'm I'm in full agreement with that one. Good. Three names for left no, back. Go on. I've got I, I think the obvious shout would be Zinchenko. Yeah. But I haven't gone for Zinchenko. Okay. I think Zinchenko is overrated. I agree. I think he he has had a lot of spotlight coming over from City to Arsenal. Has he been good? Yes. Has he been great? No. I think Nathan Ake deserves this spot. I It's tough because I think Zinchenko is overrated, but he has improved Arsenal. He is much better than Tierney. But he has made mistakes yeah. recently. When Arsenal's form's been poor, he's been poor. Um, yeah, okay, he was been... obviously at fault for one of the Southampton goals. Yeah. And one of the Liverpool yeah. goals. I'm happy so, to go for Ake, to be honest. I think Ake deserves it. The only thing I mentioned, maybe Shaw. Yeah. 
but again, hasn't been on the pitch. Unless, late shout, Esther Pinner. Well, that's a really good shout. But Brighton, it is, it's tough because... Because how much of a part has Ake played? Like, he's injured now. He's been injured before. Esther Pinner's been there. Yeah, but Ake's going to win a Premier League. But Esther Pinion had a shocker against Everton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole of Brighton had a shocker against Everton. That's correct. Wow. Go on, then, Craig. Who's the pick? Yeah, you should I mean, left back's been pretty awful this year, but I guess it has to be Ake because it's just. But it, has he really been playing left back? Or... I think he's deputised at left back quite a lot. And considering like Cancelo business that went on, they also signed that left back, uh, Gomez, and he hasn't had a sniff in the team because of Ake. And obviously, yeah. City have changed to a back three like a few weeks, well, halfway through the season, probably. So, I don't know. I'd, I'd go Ake. I think it has to be Ake. Go on, then. Ake it is. Welcome. Centre-backs. Now, there's quite a few nominations, Ben. Go on, who have you got? Uh, I've got five nominations for you. I'll okay. start with most likely, those being like Saliba, Botman, uh, Martinez. But then I think John Stones deserves a good shout. And the Do other you know, one I think about is Ruben Diaz, but I don't think he's been on the, on the pitch enough for it. This was interesting because Ruben Diaz has played more games in the Premier League than John Stones. Really? Had a look at that. He's also got more clean sheets. So mm. there is a, like a, a big hype around John Stones now. And I think that's deserved. But I think John, Ruben Diaz has just crept under the radar this season, how important he still is to Man City. Um, I think we can agree that Saliba goes straight in, right? Saliba yeah. is an interesting one because obviously he started the season really well. And he sort of died off a bit. And I thought, ah, oh, he's a bit overrated. But now that now that he's been out of the team for a few weeks, and you Arsenal know got until have, it's gone. Exactly. Struggled without him big time. Mm. You know, it's realistically him being out of the team has messed up their, their chances of getting a Premier League. Yeah. And obviously it's, it's all retrospective because he could have come in and had seven shockers in a row, you know. But from what we have seen, I think he deserves a space in this in this team. Craig, who's your pick for the second centre back choice? Um, oh, Sven Botman has to be in there. He's he's been solid for Newcastle all season, and I think without him, their their defensive like frailties would be. Known quite easily, he he bails them out too many times. I'm happy to go for that. I mean, we we Newcastle have got an insane defence, and then we've I, I think Diaz probably has, has, has like gone under the radar more than we expected. So that yeah. he kind of knocks off John Stone. So it would be Diaz versus Botman for me. But Ben, if you want the deciding vote, happy. I'd go Botman personally. Botman it is then. But I saw a lot of shouts for Martinez. And personally, I don't think we can put a United player in the defence. No, me too. Because they've let six goals in on twice this season. Yeah. They didn't start the season brilliantly. And they've died off in the recent weeks. So, no. I agree. 
just to shame right. United a bit, you know, as you do. Defensive midfield, then. First off, let's discount Casemiro for any of the <laughs> of the conversation because I won't be accepting that opinion. No. Um, for me, it's got to be Rodri. I don't know if anyone the would The real contenders would be Rodri, Rice, and Partey, probably. Yeah. Um, Rice, as good as he's been, West Ham have been awful. They've yeah. been in a relation, a relegation, a relationship. They've been in a relegation battle for majority of the season. So no, and Partey isn't as good as Rodri. Simply, yeah, it has to be Rodri. <laughs> Probably how I'd put it. On I... Rice, though, he's got a great opportunity to, to to have. Like, if he wins the conference and lifts that as captain, he's got the perfect opportunity to leave as as like in the best possible way that he could ever imagine. Do you think if he doesn't, he doesn't leave? Or do you think he's off? No, I think he'll leave either way, but that's just like the perfect end to the story, isn't it? Yeah, I think that would be fair. A European trophy. Um, so Craig, Craig Rodri? Yeah, go on. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Casemiro's like, can actually be called as a shout. And I know there's controversy over his red cards, but I feel like when you get that many red cards and it, it, when you're that important to a team it's kind of just takes you out of the running the red yeah. cards yeah. he's got though are just silly like when he's strangling that guy and people are going oh he's not strangling him he's he's got him by the shirt no he's strangling him like get him that's just you don't do that yeah. anyway it's just yeah it's like yeah whether they're harsh or not the challenges were stupid the, the suspension against Crystal Palace which put him out for the game against Arsenal I think it was um Silly yellow, really yeah. silly yellow. So, yes, he has been a big difference to Man United. But if you want to be a huge difference, you've got to be on the pitch. And if you're getting booked most games and you're getting sent off a couple of times as well, then you wouldn't get that from my Rodri. No, and also Rodri hasn't let seven goals in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, central midfielders now. This is tough because there's so many good players. I think Odegaard's got to be a shout. De Bruyne's got to be a shout. I think they're the two main ones, surely. I think you've named my two, to be honest, mate. Yeah. It has to be them. Like, their creative output is just so... De Bruyne's had an under-the-radar season as well, you know. Obviously, he's been great, but he hasn't lit it up as much as he has. I think maybe that's down to Haaland stealing a lot, stealing a lot of the limelight. Yeah. But he's got seven goals and 17 assists. I wouldn't even say that, though, because I just think that Man City squad, they have managed to change the style that they play within, like, the first three months of the season. And it was pretty much without dropping too many points. Like, and as soon as they sorted it all out, then they've passed Arsenal. So, the new style, okay, De Bruyne doesn't, get to do what he used to do, which go forward a bit more. But he now has more opportunities to play the the quick ball through to Haaland. Or he's just forced to put it out to the wings with Grealish and Mahrez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Kevin is yeah. He's just De Bruyne now though, isn't it? It's not like it's not like with shocks. This is just him. Yeah. Any other shouts for the centre mid position from anyone? I think Gimaresh from Newcastle probably would have been, or probably yeah. is. It? I think he's crucial to that team. Definitely, the like Newcastle are going to be building 
consistently. I think he's definitely um, a linchpin in that team. Yeah, yeah. That one of the main people to like Newcastle in five years' time is going to look a lot different to it what it does now. But it wouldn't surprise me if I mean I imagine he'll probably be at another club, but he'll be in the quality that they need to continue on that five-year journey. Definitely, yeah. I think maybe some other shouts. Maybe I don't really like it myself. But I think Fernandez from United's had a decent season. Yeah, I don't think it's team of the season level. I think if Fernandez doesn't play well, Man United don't play well a lot of the time. Yeah, and he's been caught out a few times being a bit silly on the pitch, so that doesn't help him. Yeah, um, but... maybe maybe one maybe a Brighton midfielder deserves a shout as well. You know. Yeah, McAllister, Caicedo as well. So mm, yeah, those two. That's why we should have gone for Estepin on that left back because we're not going to represent Brighton in this whole team, are we? No, that's why. That's why I tried to get deserves in, but doesn't look like it. Um, I don't think it's unjust though, not including a Brighton player. Like I know what they've done is amazing this season because they're seventh place, but like this is team of the season, so surely like the players that chosen are going to be in the top five at the very least, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And Brighton aren't there yet. I don't think I think Brighton could struggle from now on. What? How I come? think they're going to start losing players, and this could be a bit of a downfall for them. I'm not sure because I think they'll lose McAllister and they'll lose Caicedo. I don't think they'll lose anyone else. Sanchez, yeah, but is it is a keeper? It's replaceable. Um, I can't see anyone else going in this summer from Brighton. I don't know. And, and if Brighton can do amazing things with ten million pounds, imagine what they can do with two hundred million pounds. True, true. But that's yeah. not their model, though. No, I know it's not. I know it's not. But they will be able to. Uh, like they've already gone out and spent a fair bit of money on João Pedro, who's not tried and tested in the Premier League. I mean, he's tried, but not trusted. Um, but. He's a young player who's decent, decent at championship level, and looks like he's got a really good future ahead, ahead of him. Um, so, if they're willing to spend, even if they're only like, spending a hundred million of that money on five or four, four or five really strong players that improve that squad, maybe get Colwell on a permanent transfer. I mean, it's always tough to lose yeah, big players. It's, it's, it. easy, it's easier to say, easier to say these are good fits than. Like it's not often that a team sells a massive player and recruits perfectly with the money that they've had. I don't know. It's but... just like, oh, we're going to sell Caicedo, we're going to sell McAllister. Who can we bring into midfield? Let's get Milner. Like, it's always a bit dodgy when you're going for a 37 year old who's. I don't think it's as like like for like though. I think having Milner in the dressing room on on the pitch is a separate question, but in the dressing room will be massively helpful to a. True a team that's trying to get into Europe. Yeah. A man of that experience is going to help. Yeah, good shout. Still, though, it's, I don't know. I, I just see it going downhill from now on. I don't want them to be like a Leicester, but their luck might run out eventually. It's not luck. Make your own luck. Sorry. Their form. Their, I don't know. Right. We'll see. I don't want them to. But Let's just put Highland in before we doing else because that's just a waste of time no point talking about that poor old Harry Kane's had an excellent season but Harland is just Harland isn't he yeah absolutely so where do you want to go the left or the right right do you want more of a discussion or do you want to 
a less of a discussion. Do less. End on, end on a high. Right, right wing. Then there's two real contenders. Yeah. Saka's had the season of his life. Yeah. So I'd probably go him. And the only person who gets semi close to him is Salah. Yeah. But I think you've probably got to go Saka. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, Almiron tricked us all <laughs> at the start yeah. of the season. Looked like he was about to come out and do something mental. So, yeah, Saka it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm up for that. So last but not least, next season. Yeah. But if City say, "Oh look, we'll give you this much money a week," you'll definitely win a trophy. Well, I see. Confident. I see that happening potentially, eventually. But the first season back in the Champions League with the club that you've been at since a kid, I think you, when you're the person that's got them there, what yeah. already a big part. I think he won the Champions League night for Arsenal first. Fair enough. And he's only young. Yeah. Fair enough. So, last but not least, on the left-hand side. This is a hard position. Who are your options? The options, really, for me, are Martinelli, Rashford. And that's probably about it. I mean, you can make a case for Matoma, but not impressed really, when you look at his stats, and he sort of died off a bit. Yeah. And then Grealish has had a good season as well, but probably not quite on the level of Martinelli and Rashford. Yeah, I agree. Go uh, on, Craig, you think it's off this time. Yeah, go on, Craig. Uh, I'm, I'm not going Rashford. Like, I think it's a disgrace that Rashford's even in the, the conversation. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> like, I, I just don't... I, I just don't see it. Like... Okay, yeah, he's had a good season, but if we're like comparing it to other players in the league, like in other positions, they've actually had better position, like better performances than Rashford. I think what I like, say about Rashford is he had a good fifteen games of the season um, before the World Cup. Didn't do anything, and in the last fifteen games, he's got something like four goals, which you know is just it's not as good a season as his stats might suggest. Wait, can you just say that again? What? So before the World Cup, he, he scored hardly any. In the last 15, he scored hardly any. That's like 30 games you've got. That doesn't make any sense. Well, basically, it's not Rashford, I agree with Craig. Martinelli's uh, only like a goal behind him or something. I think he's been more consistent overall. So for that reason, how, I'm... Probably... How are we... I disagree. But for that reason, I'm going to go Darwin Nunes. No, I'm going to go Martinelli. I mean, I've obviously lost this argument because it's 2v1. But well, you I can think tempt it's... me. Try and tempt me. Well, he scored more goals for a start. One more goal. Uh, last time I checked, that's more goals. Um, so that that helps. I think for Man United, he's been the only one in that attacking line that has he's carried Man United through games. I think at one point in the season after the World Cup, he was he had an argument for being the best player in the world. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think he did though. I think he did. He was on absolute fire. For, I mean, admittedly, it wasn't. He can't say that now. But every player has their ups and downs. Martinelli's been in. I mean, maybe you can just say this down to squad depth. But Martinelli's been in and out of that Arsenal side, and if he was crucial like Saka is, 
he wouldn't be on the bench in certain games. Rashford, I know the depth isn't there, but he starts mm. when he's fit. And even when he's half fit, he has to start because he's crucial to that Man United team. And he's carried them through games. I don't think you could say Martinelli carried Arsenal through games this season. I think in but, the big uh, moment. Like you say, though, but like you say, that's due to the Arsenal. This is the Arsenal. But in, in the big moments for Arsenal, I'm, I'm thinking who steps up. Saka steps up. Odegaard stepped up and dragged them through it. I don't think Martinelli's and necessarily more bad. Goals for Saka this season, and more goals than Erdegaard. Yeah, that's that's fine, but that's not. I'm just saying. I bet, in, I bet in the Martinelli. Moment... I bet Martinelli is Arsenal's top goal scorer of the season. Yeah, he's joint top goal scorer. Yeah, and he scored less goals than Marcus Rashford. He's been more consistent than Marcus Rashford. How has he been more consistent? He's not scored as many goals. Well, he's above him in the league as well. That's, a, that's not relevant. Well, if, you put, if you put Martinelli next to Valt Veghorst, he'll score less goals than Rashford has. I, I don't know about that one because I, I feel like a lot of Martinelli's goals are, are kind of counter-attacking play. Like, I, yeah, think, I, I think Martinelli actually might score more in the Man United team the they're more on the break than than Arsenal are. Like sometimes the reason Marseille actually comes off is because a team sits back, and that's why they sign people like Trossard. Because when you've got a team that sits back, Martinelli can't really use his pace at them. And okay, yeah, he's a good dribbler, but I'd rather have someone like Trossard to take someone on and get a ball in, or get it onto the uh, edge of the box. What I'm saying is, I think the reason why Rashford has more goals is down to two things. Down to the lack of depth in the squad, like you've already mentioned, Luke. And I've completely forgotten the other one. Great. But the lack of depth is definitely one. And Rashford... That's not his fault, is it? the main man. Does Rashford not take penalties as well? I know it's still a goal. Well, Fernandes takes penalties. True. I, well, think... I, I I just think Martinelli's been more consistent, so I'd probably go him. I, I, I think Rashford, okay, like Rashford turned up what, like, did, didn't he get two against Arsenal and stuff like that? So, like, there's games like that where he turns up, but then you can never count him out. Because I remember, like, watching Man U Southampton, like, August time, and it, it was dreadful. Like, it was hard to watch. So, it, I just don't know. I, I think I I don't want to go either of them, if I'm honest. But I'd rather go Martin. Probably one of them, probably, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I, I quite like what Grass Jack really brings to City. Um, because I think, but maybe the same thing happens with with Rashford. He just gets marked out of the game because of the capability that he has. Well, unless you guys want to put Saka on the right and Salah in the right wing, no. No. Worth a go. Right, Ben. I'm going for Rashford. I'm going Martinelli. Martinelli gets in then. And there you go. The team of the season is complete. The Coronel and Sedentary team of the season is Allison in goal. Trippier at right back. Saliba, Botman and Ake complete in the back four. Rodri, Odegaard and De Bruyne in midfield. And Saka, Haaland and Martinelli as our forward line with 
Eddie Howe in the dugout. I'm pretty happy with that. I, I think that was the one one case we argued on. Maybe left back as well is a tough one, but um, other than that, I think we're all pretty happy with that. Yeah, I'll take it. Lovely stuff. Have we got anything else uh, to ponder on before we go? I quite want to hear Craig's um, thoughts on who's going down. Go on, Craig. Finish us off with that. Then. Oh, God. Um, well, Southampton, obviously. Yeah. Southampton have gone. Everton, I think, going to stay up. That The three points the other night was mental. That, the, the morale in that camp now must be so positive. Leeds, they didn't look that bad against City. Like, okay, it's not attractive football. They didn't have a lot of possession. But, like, I've literally watched Neil Warnock for the last three or four months. And as long as you take your chances, you'll you'll get a draw or a win. And that's all Leeds need. Like, a couple, three or four draws and they're out, aren't they? Like, Problem is, it's uh, Patrick Bamford. It's got to be the one to take the chances. Yeah. He's, yeah. The thing is, they've all got really tough games as well. Leicester and Leeds have got three very rough games left. Yeah. Uh, Everton have got City to play. Forest aren't out of the woods yet. It's between those four. And I think Leicester and Leeds on paper are in trouble. I think so. I I think I'm going to be very biased. But um, I don't know. I I want Leeds to go down and I want Forest to to go down. But I think it's going to be Leicester and um, Leeds that might go down. There we go. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Craig. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. I'm hoping we can get we can get more guests on, get Craig on more regularly as we approach the summer. Um, lots of transfer business coming soon. Lots of transfer business. Plenty more drafts. Like we said, we might get maybe one day. Me and Ben will uh, get together and create a bowl of our own um, of drafts. Um, and we'll we'll see what's going on. Um, we're but open yeah, to any requests as well? Yeah. Within the... if anyone, anyone's <laughs> listening that's on a, on another podcast or just someone that fancies jumping on the pod, drop us a DM at the Corridor Pod on Twitter, and we will be more than happy to have you join us. Yes, please. Thank, Thank you very you. much for listening. And yeah. also, this podcast will probably come out just at the same time as we are joining uh, forces with the Talking Balax podcast. So. If that is out, or even if it's not, make sure you check out that podcast because we'll be on it shortly as guests. So enjoy that. Enjoy our social media. And we'll see you very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.